Good morning, new work. Happy New Year. It's so good to see you. When I pastored actively, I would always on New Year's Sunday, the first New Year's Sunday, say to the people, uh, I want to acknowledge the fact that you're here today and compliment you for being here. Uh, and you only have 51 more weeks of per to make it perfect attendance. <laughs> right now you're batting 1,000. Don't mess it up. <laughs> when I look back at this past year, this has been such an awesome year for the church. As a young ministerial student, this was hammered in my brain. Everything rises or falls on leadership. And folks, I know I have a pastor's heart, but we have some fantastic leadership from our music, from our educational department, and from our staff. What a wonderful staff we have. I trust you'll do one thing this year. Pray for your pastors and your staff every day. Probably nothing any higher that you could do than pray for them. My pastor has asked me to read his text today for the message. It's found in Isaiah chapter 43, verses 14 through 19. Follow with me as I read. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sakes I will send an army against Babylon, forcing the Babylonians to flee in those ships they are so proud of. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator and King. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I call forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I draw them beneath the waves and they drowned, their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm about to do. Is that not applicable to your church here at Newark? There is nothing, bit ease, I'm not going to preach this. There is nothing <laughs> compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. Folks, God always honors his word. He is always truthful. He is always sincere. And what we've witness God do in this past year is because we serve a great God he is intently interested in what occurs here each and every time the doors open this is not a game we're playing rather this is God's calling on God's people to be faithful and when we're faithful God will always show up Say this with me this morning. Great is the Lord and greatly.
to be praised. Great is the Lord. And greatly to be praised. Amen. And amen. Let's pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, what a joy it is to be in your house. We can't help but contemplate what you've done in the last year. But we know you're ready to do a new thing. Cause your people to be burdened and moved. Lord, we're grateful that you humbly sent your Son to die on the cross to save us from our sins. Nothing, no work, no mission is any more meaningful than the fact that Jesus Christ seeks and saves sinners. So we're grateful today that we can launch out in a new year. We pray that we will learn faith messages, we will learn trust in you, and we will learn that you are capable of doing anything in accordance to your will. Bless our pastor today as he preaches, no doubt, what you've laid upon his heart. May you give him holy unction, and may your spirit indwell in him. And may we not forget one moment that you're with us today. You said you would never, no, never forsake us. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Amen. Would you join me in thanking Pastor Greg for doing our scripture today? Listen, I know it's always a calculated risk when you ask a preacher to get up and do the scripture reading. But it was a risk I was willing to take. Hey, Happy New Year to each and every one of you. And I've, I've got a question for you today. The question is this. Do you know what your superpower is? Do you know what your superpower is? Now, I know that seems a bit far-fetched, but, but hang with me for a moment. I remember a conversation that I had out here in the Commons not so long ago with a, a child here at New Work Fellowship who asked me that question. Uh, he said, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Well, I hadn't thought about that at all, and so I decided that I would just turn it back on him. And I said, well, I, I don't know what... What would be your superpower? And he immediately said, my superpower would be that I could fly so that I could go to all kinds of new places, anywhere that I want. I said, that, that's pretty good. That's pretty good superpower. And then he looked at me and he said, so what would your superpower be? And I didn't know, so I, I, just, I just said the first thing that popped in my mind. I said, I think... I think if I could have any superpower, I would want the superpower to be able to become invisible, to just disappear. You want that too? Well, hang on with me for just a minute. Because that's when this little boy looked at me and with furrowed brow, he said... I don't think that sounds very good. It sounds to me like you're sneaky and you want to go to places that you shouldn't be going to. <laughs> that kid's superpower is busting adults, so you, you have been warned. What is your superpower? 
I don't mean hypothetically because God has given you a superpower. He really has. Do you know that you have one? Your superpower is the gift of memory. Think about this. There is no other creature on this planet that has quite the gift of the human capacity for memory. Animals have instincts. Yes, they can learn from positive and negative stimuli, but they clearly do not have anything like human memory. One article that I read put it like this, and I thought, wow, that, that makes sense. They describe memory as the capacity to have time travel in your mind. Isn't that what memory is? Let me give you an example. Ariel, one of our interns, made some Christmas treats for the staff and brought them in, and I, I looked into that, that plate of cookies and treats and there was one that caught my eye, and I immediately grabbed it, and I took a bite. And I said to Ariel, oh, my, you just took me back to my mother's kitchen when I was a child. And it was like I was there. But not only do we have the ability to go backwards in time, we have the ability to go forward in time, to dream, and then to see the future come to fruition. Who knew that we had such superpower ability? Is it any wonder that God calls us to a high level of accountability around our memory? I've not counted personally, but I've, I've been told that there are 550 different passages in the Bible reminding us of the importance of remembering. Verses like this, Isaiah said, Remember the things that I have done in the past, for I alone am God. In Deuteronomy, the Bible says, When you have eaten your fill, be sure to praise the Lord your God for the good land that he's given you. But that is the time to be careful. Beware that in your plenty you do not forget the Lord your God. The chronicler said, Remember the wonders that God has performed. And psalmist said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. The scripture that Pastor Greg read a moment ago was all about remembering and then about halfway through, it just as quickly said, now forget about all of that. The message today is going to be in two parts, in remembering and then forget about all of that. And today I want to invite you to, to do a little time travel with me as we remember. Let's remember 2022. You know, one of the things I love about Facebook is that feature called memories. One of the first things I do every day is I'm looking at the memories. It amazes me how quickly time passes. For example, recently in my memories, they were filled with pictures of a building coming up here at New Work Fellowship. It was just five years ago, concrete being poured, steel coming up. Five years ago. How is it possible that that was five years? years ago in some ways it feels like it was yesterday in other ways doesn't it feel like it's been here forever you know somebody once said time flies when you're having fun well I must just be having a blast 
because time is, is certainly f going fast. Here we are in 2023. I just, sometimes I'm just overwhelmed. In fact, this morning, just on my phone, had a little reminder popped up that said that this is the month that 16 years ago, Diana and I first came here to be a part of New Work Fellowship. I got to tell you, it feels like yesterday. And yet, forever ago. Time flies when you're having fun. But I can go back further than that. Last year was 40 years of being in the ministry. I was licensed in 1982. Just by a quick show of hands, how many of you did not even live on planet Earth 40 years ago? Yeah, there's a lot of you in there. But let me tell you, 40 years is nothing. It goes by so fast. Time flies when you're having fun. But the key to your superpower of memory is not just remembering. Every one of those commands calls us back to remembering the Lord. Remembering the Lord, for he's the one who's done all of these things. He's behind it all. Again, the psalmist says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Forget not. Let me tell you, 2022 was a forget-not year at New Work Fellowship. Our 25th anniversary year was a gift of God. Wasn't Easter something last year in 2022? Our highest attendance ever, 1,909 registered in attendance at the Bruce. I am so grateful to God for the gift of that day. We witnessed more baptism in 2022 than ever before in a single year. Our Christmas baptisms ended the year with 103 people making new commitments to Christ last year. I am thankful for every individual who made those decisions. And you're going to see two more baptisms before today's end. In 2022, we did more in missions than ever before financially. With our year-end offering last year, with the $25,000 gift to the community for our anniversary, with disaster relief and budget missions, we gave away $217,400. Listen, God keeps his promises. He says he will give you the capacity to be generous on every occasion. As I think about this forget-not year, I also think about our residency. That was just an idea in 2021. Just an idea in 2021. You might remember that in 2020 and in, 19, in 2021, we went through an 18-month search for a student pastor. 18 months for a student pastor. Now, in retrospect, I realized God was just letting Michael grow up in those 18 months. But I also remember in that time thinking, man, I don't ever want to do that again. And then came this idea. With a residency program, we could potentially grow up pastors of the future, ministers, not just to serve here, but serve for the kingdom. I gave that to Corey and said, just run with it. And let me tell you what a blessing Evan and Justin and Ariel have been 
in 2022. Remember, remember that 2022 was a year of blessings. In fact, as I have taken time and just looked through this year in review 2022, I've just felt overwhelmed with gratitude as I went from page to page that evoked great praise. But after a forget-not year like 2022, here's the key question that I think we all need to ask. Why did God give us such a year? Because He is sovereign and He is good. But the gift of a forget-not year comes with purpose. Do you remember what Jesus said in the Gospel of Luke? When someone has been given much, oh yeah, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. And listen, I think this is the point of all the remembering. God gives us memory to make us ready for the journey that is ahead. God says, remember, so that you'll be ready to take that step of faith. In fact, I told you after sabbatical last year, the word that I received from the Lord was, come, go deeper. And since sabbatical, that message has been on constant repeat and reminder to me, come, go deeper. It's all through the Bible. Proverbs 12, 12 says, the godly are well-rooted and they bear good fruit. Isaiah says, and all who are left in Judah, who have escaped the ravages of the siege, will put down roots in your own soil and will grow up and flourish. Come, go deeper deeper i have no doubt that that word was from the lord for me personally kevin come go deeper i have no doubt that it was for our leadership team to the elders the pastors and the staff here come go deeper but i believe it is for you come go deeper those words speak directly to the foundation of all that we do as a church the foundation is absolutely critical is it not didn't Jesus teach a parable about a foundation? The house that was built on the rock? Come, go deeper. Do not settle for shallow. And it's true for a church. If a church is to rise up to its full redemptive potential, is it not true that first you must go deeper? Think of construction and a foundation that must be laid. Think of it this way. You know, the Leaning Tower of Pisa is a beautiful structure visited by hundreds of thousands of people every year. But its legacy is, of course, that it's flawed, right? It doesn't have sufficient foundation. As we remember, what if the legacy of New Work Fellowship is that for the next five years, for the next 16 years, for the next 40 years, that there would be laid a legacy built upon a people who hear and respond to the calling of the Holy Spirit who says to each one, come, go deeper. What if the fruit of 2022 is the realization 
that we are to trust God all the more, serve him more fully, follow him more faithfully, give to him more sacrificially in a word, come, go deeper. New Work Fellowship, I, I charge you to employ your superpowers, to remember, remember, remember. And as you remember, give thanks to the one who has blessed us and surrender your all so that you too would come go deeper. Would you pray with me? God, our Father, Lord, our Savior, Holy Spirit who fills us, we give you thanks for all that you have done. We remember the mighty works of your hand. And Father, we are ready to follow you into where you lead us in the year ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen, I have no idea why they asked me to speak following Greg and following Kevin. But Kevin talked to you about a superpower of remembering, and I'm here today to talk to you about my superpower, which is forgetting. Amen. Anybody else feel like they have that superpower? Hey, we're going to talk about it in just a moment. Hey, I want to spend the rest of our time this morning looking at three things from Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 through 19. Can I read that to you again? This is what the Word of God says. But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm about to do, for I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Will you pray this over yourself this morning? Would you just pray, God, speak. And I will listen. Father God, we come to you, God, as your people, God, and we're asking you to speak, and we're asking that you would give us the ability to listen, God. Overwhelm us this morning with your presence. It's in Christ's name that we pray, and everybody said, amen. The first thing is that he's calling us to forget, which seems really strange because he just said remember, and now he's saying forget. Why would God do that? Why would he call us to remember something and then a couple of sentences later say, forget? Here's the deal. God knows human tendency. And I want to say this about remembering the good old days. Because remembering the good old days is great. But if in the remembering the good old days, all we're doing is remembering and we're not reaching for what God has next, we're not doing it right. Remember so that you're led to worship, but forget so that you and I can continue to reach for what God has next. Hey, let me say this about us remembering. In our remembering, maybe my expectations from the past is just God's starting point. Maybe as I look back and I remember and see the goodness of God, maybe that's not where it's supposed to end, friend. Maybe that's where God is about to say, okay, we're playing Monopoly again. This is now the new go. Friend, as you look back over the years in your life and over last year in life, what are the highlights? Because you could be looking back at those two, three years from now and them not even be highlights anymore. Because God is a God that says forget. Forget about it. Hey, the second thing that I want you to see, and this is going to help you and I forget about the past, is this. He's calling us to focus. Everybody say focus. Here's what the word says. But forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I'm about to do. For I'm about to do something new. Here it is. 
See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? God is going to do something new. He says, I'm already working on it. Look and see. God is commanding you and me to focus and to see. Anybody else in the room ever had an eye problem before where something was going on with your eye and your eye just would not focus? Like two weeks ago, my eye was having a seizure 20 or 30 times a day. Like my eyelid was just, it didn't know whether to be open or closed, and it drove me nuts, kept me from being able to focus, to be able to see. You know, I've got a little girl, her name is Remy Girl, and Remy Girl, uh, man, she's like, has my whole heart right now. Remy Girl is three years old, and she inherited a lot of good things from her mom. I mean, she is beautiful, she is smart, she is funny, but she has inherited something from her dad that's not so good. It's called man vision. Anybody else in the room have man vision? I mean, like Lena sends me to the grocery store and I'm looking for something for about 10 minutes and I just completely give up and I just start looking for Witty. Where is Tammy Witty? Tammy Witty can help me find what I am looking for. Where is Tammy? Remy girl's got man vision. She'll come see me and say, hey, dad, I can't find my water bottle. And I'm like, baby, it's pink. The countertop is white. It's the only thing on the countertop. It's not there, Daddy. Yes, it is. Open your eyes. It's right there. And I go in there, and I pick it up, and I grab it, and I hand it to her, and she goes, oh, yeah. I have those moments as a parent, and I get frustrated, and you know what I feel the Lord say? Hey, that's you. (laughs) Friends, let me tell you something. We have a really hard time focusing and seeing what God is doing. Did you know that God is always on the move in your life, whether or not you see it, whether or not you understand it? He's always on the move in your life. And his command is for you to focus and see it. Now, why would God say, do you not see it? Look at it. Because it's easy to miss. Isn't it easy to miss what God is doing in your life with all the noise, all the other things committing for your attention? And let me ask you something as we start this new year. How have you made a commitment right now to actively focus on God this year? Like, what's your game plan? Because here's what I know about focus. Focus does not happen on accident, friend. Focus is a discipline. It is something that you have to decide to do today, and then when you wake up, you better decide to do it again and decide to do it again. What's your plan to actively focus on God this year? Well, Michael, what what should I do? You should read the Word of God every day. Every day. Every day you should come into His presence and worship Him. Worship Him because your heart's still beating. Worship Him because your lungs still work. You should praise Him. How are you going to actively focus on God? Because here's the deal. When we begin to focus on God, it helps us forget. It helps us forget... From reaching and just holding on to what we're remembering in the past, and it will move us forward as we focus. Hey, here's the third thing that God says, and I love this. He's called us to forget, He's called us to focus, and here's the last thing He's calling us to faith. Look at look at these words that He uses in these verses. But forget all that, it's nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Hey, help me finish this statement. If you want it done right, you better do it. That's a lie. (laughs) 
If you want it done right, you better let God do it. If you want it done right, you better invite him in and say, what do you want me to do? All throughout this passage, I am, I am, I have, I will, I will. Michael, why is that good news? Well, sometimes, friend, it ain't good news. Because God calls me to faith, and when God calls me to faith, it means that I have to understand that it's about him doing it and not me doing it. And I'm a control freak. Anybody else a control freak in the room? Amen. Yeah, pray for me. Pray for you. God says, I'm calling you to faith, and here's the deal about faith. This is what I know. Wherever God is leading us, whatever he is doing in our midst, if I and you are going to follow, it's going to take faith. It's going to take faith because God calls people to do some pretty crazy stuff. Amen? Okay, maybe I just feel like that, right? God calls people to do crazy stuff. And here's the thing about faith and having faith. Having faith comes with some really easy, convenient, what I call exit ramps or off ramps. Hey, Moses, I want you to go free my people. But, 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 God... I can't even talk in front of people. Exit ramp. I don't care. Do what I've asked you to do. Hey, Gideon, you're a mighty man of valor. I need you to go save my people. But God, I'm the least in my clan. Have faith in what I'm about to do. Go do it. Hey, Peter, I know you got a great fishing business, but let me tell you what you're really destined for. It's to fish for men. Hey, can I tell you that, that in your walk in faith, there are going to be some really easy, convenient exit ramps that look really nice, and you're going to have to make the decision that I'm not getting off the exit. I will push through. Michael, what are some really convenient exit ramps that we face? Hey, friend, how about church hurt? Anybody ever experienced some church hurt? Hey, let me tell you something about church hurt. The failure of the church does not overturn the faithfulness of Christ. The failure of church, the people that are in it, myself included, does not overturn or overthrow the faithfulness of Christ. Experiencing church hurt is no reason to ever throw in the towel, friend. Keep the faith. And when you have those moments or you feel like, man, this exit ramp looks really good, I need you to remember what God said. God said, I am, I have, and I will. It's not about you. It's about him. And in this language, God describes leading through uncharted territory. He says, I'm going to make a pathway in the wilderness. I'm going to make rivers in a dry wasteland. Hey, friend, if we want God... To lead us in uncharted territory, it is going to take two things from me and you. It is going to take me and you being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, His call, His presence, His pushing, His urging, His warnings. It is going to take you and me being more sensitive to the Holy Spirit's voice than anybody else's voice. And it's also going to take you and me being committed to the authority of Scripture in our lives. Friend, let me tell you something. I love you. I do not care what anybody else says about the issues of life other than Jesus. I don't care. He is the authority of life. And if we want to make it and have our faith played out the way that God wants us to, we're going to have to do these two things. 
Hey, for some of you, for me, when, when I hear about uncharted territory, I'm ready to put on the hat and be Christopher Columbus. But let me tell you something, friend. God is not calling you and me to be Christopher Columbus. He's calling you and me to sit in the boat and row when he says row and stop when he says stop. He will build the church, not me. He will do it. All he's looking at for me and you is faithfulness, unwavering obedience and faithfulness. God calls us to three things, to forget, to focus, and to have faith. Hey, I had this question as I was thinking about this. What if all of God, what if all he's waiting for is just a bunch of crazy people to stand up and say, here I am, right? Or maybe in Michael's terms, it might sound a little bit like this. Put me in the game, coach. Put me in. Let me run the ball, right? What if that's all he's waiting for? What if all he's waiting for is people to say, here I am, use me, speak, Lord, your servant hears. What if that's all he's waiting for? Hey, can you imagine a church where the people of the, stir, the church stop asking the question, what do I want? And begin asking the question, what does he want? Can you imagine what would birth out of that transition of questions? Forget asking, what do I want? And start asking the question, what does he want? Can you imagine a church where 103 baptisms a year was the normal? Can you imagine a church where we didn't just celebrate 1,909 people on Easter, but we might celebrate that once a month? Can you imagine a church? Hey, God can. Can you imagine a church that is known in the community for being radically generous? Can you imagine a church where it reflects the diversity of the coming kingdom? Because here's what I know about the coming kingdom. The Bible says that there will be people there from every tribe, every tongue, and every nation. So our church right now needs to look like what it's going to look like then, to be diverse. Can you imagine a church that feels the call of the Holy Spirit and only responds with these three words, I'm all in. No questions. I'm all in. Can you imagine a church where every family, every member is committed to biblical intake every day? Hey, here's what I know. I know that when I'm being selfish and when I'm upset about it, and when I'm being ridiculous, it usually means I've been out of the word. It usually means I'm not doing something right on my end. And it's amazing how many of my problems begin to dissolve as the word of God pierces my heart. Can you imagine the conflicts that would end? Can you imagine, hey, y'all, listen to this. Can you imagine a church that serves so well that Cliff Hines don't have to ask for any more volunteers for preschooling kids? Can you imagine a church where Cliff says, you know what, I'm good. Why don't you sign up here? And when we have somebody call out, we're going to call you. Hey, listen, there's some of you right now, you know that you're called to serve. And what you've told yourself is, I'm just going to wait till somebody asks me. God's already asked you. Who else are you waiting to ask you? Get in there, friend, and do it. Michael, I can't. I'm not qualified. That's God's favorite people. Can't and unqualified. Send me. Quit waiting on people to ask you and just get in there and do it. Hey, can you imagine a church that's more than a location, 
and it's just a movement of God. I want to be a part of that. Hey, can you imagine a church like that? Will you pray for a church like that? Will you pray that Jesus would build that in the middle of us? Hey, in the great words of Kevin Lee, I don't have all the answers, but I do know this one thing. Whatever we can ask, whatever we can imagine, God can do more. Michael, is that statement really true? Ephesians chapter 3, verses 20 is. Now, he is able to do far more abundantly than what we could ever think, ask, or imagine. That's the God that we serve. It's going to take faith to move forward. It's going to take focus. And it's going to take us forgetting about the good old days in order to reach for what God has next. Friend, remember and forget. Let me pray for you. God, would you help us this morning to remember and to forget? To remember all the things that you have done and worship you in them, but God, help us to forget about them. Because with you, Father, the best is yet to come. Jesus, would you come in our midst this year and would you build your church? Take us from where we are to where you want us to be. Jesus, change us from the inside out. Let us look back at the end of 23, the end of 2023, and think, man, God was just getting started. Father, we love you. We're committed to you. God, speak to us, and we will listen. We ask that you would do all these things in Christ's name. And the church said, amen. Amen. Let's stand to our feet.